everyone. Welcome back to Direct to You. I'm Jenny Lewis with Dealer.com, and joining me today is Callie Cogley. Callie is one of our insight analysts at Dealer.com, and not only has she been doing this for a decade, her overall goal is to help us understand the data and how it can be used to drive success. Today, we're going to be discussing data storytelling and how you can use this skill to help dealers understand what is happening on a deeper level with their data and what stories they can tell with it. Callie, how do you start this? How do you start a data exploration? Yeah, first of all, Jenny, thanks so much for including me in this. I think this is a really important topic. And um, from what I what I've experienced over the years, it's something that a lot of people struggle with, you know, taking a lot of data points, trying to come up with the insights, kind of trying to come up with strategy suggestions from those insights. So I think it's important that everyone kind of take a step back and try and focus on this. Um, so I'm really glad to be here today. So thank you. Um, you know, in terms of starting an analysis or data exploration, I think the most important thing to start with is knowing the data, knowing the metrics. So I think what we find often is that people get into this mantra of just delivering data in a spreadsheet or delivering screenshots or throwing the data in Excel and putting it into a graph really quickly and sending it off. And and that's fine. However, if you don't know what the data means, right? So for example, what's the difference between a visitor and a visit? I would say that 95% of my audiences can't answer that question, um, but it's the most common data that's delivered. So I think, you know, knowing your data and starting with the basics, knowing like the definitions of every metric <laughs> that you're looking at. And there's a few different ways to do that. I know in our control center at dealer.com, we have a lot of um, analytics trainings right in the homepage of analytics. Uh, but for the most part, as it relates to digital advertising or online data, you can Google a metric and it often will give you a response. Uh, just, you know, going back to my original example, we call it visitors on our site. And, you know, Google may call it users. Um, for visits, we call it visits. Google may call it sessions, right? So there's definitely a different um, nomenclature that goes with each definition. However, it's often the same thing. Um, so I think starting with, hey, this is what these specific metrics mean. This is their definitions. And I often also include that in my delivery, especially if it's the first time I'm delivering to someone. I'll put it in an appendix of a presentation or I'll even print out our uh, analytics one sheet for people that we have right in our control center. Um, but I think that, you know, starting with that, that basic is extremely, extremely important. Um, and then from there, I think the next biggest thing is understanding what you're trying to answer. What are, what are the goals of what you're looking for? And um, what are the goals of the end user? And I think what happens often is we kind of get into the mantra of, oh, they asked for visitors, visitor counts for the last year. Well, awesome. I can definitely provide that. Uh, that being said, do they want the total amount for the past year? Do they want it broken out by month? Do they want, you know, a comparative metric? Because obviously we can give them, this is how many visitors you've had this year. But what does it mean if we don't give context, right? So I think starting to build on and asking certain questions when we get requested for something goes a very, very long way. So <clears throat> that's really how I start. I ask those questions, right? I say, hey, awesome. So happy to help provide this information for you. Can you tell me a little bit more about what you're trying to answer? 
And then from that, I'm able to build out where do I go from here? How do I best deliver this to the consumer of this data so that they can understand what's really happening? In some cases, it may just be delivering a spreadsheet. But I would say in nine out of 10 cases, I deliver a story or a strategy or an insight along with the data, because sometimes what we find is people on the other end that are asking for this may actually struggle to come up with that on their own because it's not their data. Well, it is, right? It's their website's data, but it's not their, they didn't build the strategy behind it. They don't know necessarily what it means. So I think, you know, starting with answering the questions, asking questions, Building that out will go a very, very long way. Then, you know, I kind of go back to my grade school times a little bit. I start to think, okay, I have to write a story. What's the first thing that you do? Well, you write an outline. I know that seems crazy, and I know that that seems like such a throwback for everybody. Um, but it's funny, I found actually like, you know, the bubble outline online that people used to, that your teachers used to have you fill out. It has like the intro. It has, you know, the content, the center of the of the story. And then you have like the close it out, right? This is the ending. This is where we're at, right? So I think what's really funny about that is that kind of applies to everything. I apply that not only to my data storytelling, I apply it to my presentations, I apply it to my emails. Um, if I'm leaving a message for someone on the phone, I apply it there. Um, so I think it's just really important to start kind of structuring your delivery. Um, and then thinking about that delivery, is there an order to the data, right? So think about um, <clears throat> delivering something on basic web metrics. The way I always deliver it is in the order in which the consumer moves. So where did they come from? Did they get there via advertising? Did they get there via organic search? You know, how did they actually get to the website? Then the next thing I focus on is what did they do while they were on the website? Did they um, engage with digital retailing? Did they, um, you know, how many VDPs did they view? Um, did we see that they spent a lot of time on site? Then I kind of circle back around with that data and I get to, okay, so great. They got there from here. They did this while they were on the site. Well, what, did, what was the outcome of that? Did they end up calling us? Did they end up submitting a form? And then long-term, obviously our creme de la creme in the automotive space is, is putting that towards sales, right? Did we see that this person that came in from advertising bought a car, right? So telling the story in that order um, is really important because that's gonna help your end user really get what's going on. So Callie, what are some of the most important things that you like to focus on? Yeah, I think, you know, especially it depends on your audience, right? So, and it depends on the times. Uh, right now, obviously, coronavirus is still a really big concern. Um, and, and you know, this is going to be ongoing. It's been ongoing for many months now. So when I go into a presentation, I make sure to always have a section that focuses on current events, things that are impacting our industry um, and how it's impacting the specific client that I'm talking to, but also how it's impacting everyone else. So there's some kind of comparative there. Um, so I think that's really, really important. It's just kind of giving context. Where are we now, right? Like, what does that look like? Um, and then, you know, I kind of focus on what are the goals of the people that I'm talking to and how can I cater what I'm delivering to what their goals are, because that's going to translate better to them and they're going to care more and they're going to be listening more intently to what we're delivering. Right. That makes sense. Now, what if you can't find that data that you're looking for or that the dealer's asking for? <laughs> 
Yeah. And that does happen, right? Like, you know, not every data, um, you know, not every piece of data is available at all times. You know, there's, it's dependent often on what is actually being tracked for interactions on a specific website. But I think that there's always an opportunity to bring in a little bit of outside data, things from other places. Are there, you know, other influences that may be impacting what we're seeing today? And I can give a little bit of an example, um, just going back to coronavirus, it's just very top of mind for me. Um, but, you know, when we started to see uh, the impacts really affect our economy, we obviously saw that visitation dropped off. Um, well, you know, there's there's reasons for that, right? Consumers weren't as, you know, they weren't going into dealerships. They probably weren't thinking about purchasing a, purchasing a car because they're mostly staying from home. But what I wanted to see is, when we started opening the floodgates again, did we see those impacts? So we actually brought in some data um, and data points that told us when incentives were launched by brand. And we were able to see the impacts of those incentives going into the market and how that impacted visitation to the sites and subsequently purchases. So taking kind of outside data, I found that I found that by looking at press releases online and I would just mark the date at which they, they you know launched it. Um, I, I look all over for data. And so I think sometimes people are hyper-focused on what they're used to seeing and what's in their system and what's specific to them. But don't, don't forget, there's so much other information out there that can help aid in telling your story. So Callie, what's your favorite data source? <laughs> favorite data source? That's a really good question. Um, I think it depends on what I'm trying to answer. Um, but if I want to understand kind of um, comparatively speaking what's going on, um, I, you know, I'm lucky I have access to some of the AutoTrader and Kelly Blue Book data and I can see kind of different brands against each other. Um, but we also, there's there's websites such as like goodcarbadcar.net. I know the name sounds crazy, but you can actually download sales data by brand. Um, and I'm able to kind of overlay that into some of my reports if I'm unable to get it from another source. So there are things out there that you can utilize and pull info from. Another thing, say for coronavirus, right, understanding cases, um, Johns Hopkins actually has, you know, data sources that we can pull data from and, and, and bring it down and then bring into an Excel spreadsheet, whatever you need to do and overlay it. So there's so many sources out there and it's just kind of fishing them out. I do a lot of Googling. I do a lot of talking to people, <laughs> but that's really like where I find my, my inspiration for different data sources. Oh, I'll have to check that website out. What did you call it again? Good car, bad car? It's goodcarbadcar.net. <laughs> okay, I'll have to look that. Yep. Now, yeah. you, you mentioned earlier that when you're gathering all this information, you like to create an outline. Um, mm -hmm. Is there any way that you like to present that outline that makes it super easy for dealers or maybe people that aren't familiar to to really understand and be able to digest it? Yeah, so the outline is actually more typically for me, right, and what I do prior to doing an analysis. Um, but, you know, it kind of starts with, you know, what, what are you looking for? You know, um, is the information that you need um, available, right? Uh, are you answering the questions that people are looking for or are looking to answer, right? So first and foremost, um, putting out the question you're trying to answer at the top right? Like, what are you trying to answer? Then going into, okay, 
great. In my outline, I'm now going to say, okay, I want to answer this question. Now let's write down all the places that I possibly could get this data or this data point could be influenced by. Then you kind of start digging into what are the stories behind it? Like, what are we seeing? Why is that important? How is this influential on answering the original question? And then finally wrapping it up with a bow, right? Like this is the four points that matter from everything that we reviewed or everything that I looked at. And this is impactful for you, to you because of X, Y, and Z. Right. And I think that is, it, you know, in the grand scheme of things, what often we miss is what I like to call an executive summary. If I were to email this to someone and they were hopping into a meeting five minutes later and they needed to have, what does this mean? Like, what did she send me? I have five minutes to understand like what's going on and then give a report up the chain to my leadership. What would those be? And that's where that executive summary comes from. So basically you're saying have an elevator pitch for every meeting that you ever do. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. An elevator pitch is an elevator pitch is very important. You know, what does this mean? You know, I don't know if Jenny, I'm sure you know who he is, but you know, double rainbow guy or triple rainbow guy. I don't even know. Lots of rainbows. Um, he used to come to dealer.com celebrations back in the day, but you know, his, in his whole recording that went famous, he said, what does it mean? What does it mean? Right. And I think like that sticks to me in the back of my mind as yeah, like everything I do, let's find out what does it mean and what does that mean to them and how can they take action from it? Well, thank you so much, Callie. I appreciate it. It's some really great information. Um, we'd also like to thank Ford Direct for giving us the opportunity to speak about data storytelling today. So remember everyone that you really need to investigate the why the dealer needs this information. What goal or what need are you trying to meet? And telling a story really needs to be compelling. And if it doesn't meet the dealership's needs, then you need to adjust how you're doing it. Kelly gave some great resources and she gave a great idea about making sure to create an outline to help you start with that story. So thank you everyone for joining us on Drive today and we'll see you next time on Direct to You. Thanks guys. 